Welcome to the Art of Family. This is Jan, and with me I have my lovely wife Hannah. Hi, friends. <laughs> All right, today we are going to speak about books, the love for books, and bringing this joy to your children. We are the proud parents of seven kids. And we are on a mission to create strong and happy families. Yes, we are. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about reading. And I really love reading. I have been reading since I was a small kid. I, I think I was introduced to it in a, in a good way by my parents. Yeah, me too. My parents read a lot to me. I also love to read. There's nothing like having a new book and it's the, the possibilities. Dreams. I love it. I mean, this is perhaps self-evident, but uh, reading for with a child or even when you're reading as an adult, you have the possibility to experience things you have not been part of. You can encounter different emotions, different situations. You can learn about different countries or just read about fictional stuff. It's really nice and it's uh, such a great time to spend time with the, with your kids, uh, to read together and talk about what you read and just uh, very inspirational. It creates somehow the possibility to create different levels of cognitive understanding that's not really possible with watching TV or Netflix or whatever mm, because I agree. when you read you have to create yourself in your imagination a big part of, of the information you have to partly structure it yourself and create it create your own understanding and vision about it All right, but uh, and reading for children is giving giving this gift to, to your own children. It's important and it's something I would like to do. And, and yeah, the love of reading is such a such a big gift to give, and this is something almost everyone agree about that it's good to read to kids. Uh, I've never met someone who says that, that it's a bad idea. No, but a lot of people are not reading. No. I think, and I've, this has happened to me too, that it feels more like a chore than a, than a good time when you read about the fire truck for the hundredth time and, uh, and if you feel the pressure to read to kids because it's good and you forget about uh, uh, enjoying it and making it a, a, a nice time. So more like something you have to do. Yes, because what's important to give the child is the interest for reading. The passion for re reading and knowledge, not the actual reading necessarily. Uh, I think so too. And then you can't read the crappy books. <laughs> that is true. Avoid the crappy books. Books that you hate, books that you don't like. And to be to be honest, there are quite a lot lot bad children's books. Yes, there are. Boring books, books that lacks substance, uh, books that attacks um, decent behaviors. Yes. Uh, books that uh, attacks uh, reasonable development. Uh, there's a lot of, of these kind of books and very anti-family books and 
all kinds of strange books. That's not really appropriate for a child. So I think uh, it's important to find books that you you appreciate yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Although appropriate for the age level of, of the child. Yeah, and I, I think we have found that uh, if we just uh, if we, we let the child choose the book, it, it might be the same book over and over again. But when we choose a book, uh, we also love it and, and introduce something new. They're very open to it. They're, they're mostly positive, even if it's not uh, their own pick. Mm. And I think uh, the children are almost always uh, glad to have, I'm not sure advanced is a better word, but, but I think they react better to books that actually encompass uh, a coherent story. That you can draw some kind of uh, life wisdoms from. Mm. And I, I think what we have found when we have children in so many different ages is that uh, a book we didn't choose for our first child because it wasn't meant for a three-year-old. Uh, our young ch children now hear when we read to the older kids and they can really appreciate them, even though they are not really there and don't understand everything about it. They can really get something from it anyway and they can really appreciate, appreciate books uh, that you might think are a bit too difficult for them that are actually intended for, for an older child. Mm. Yes, I think that would be a good recommendation to aim for just above the perceived yeah. threshold mm. for some other books. We will, have to, we will come back and, and do some um, reviews of, of books further on. So as a rule of thumb, I uh, I would prefer a traditional story previous to uh, a modern book, but there are a lot of ex exceptions. But I think it's uh, it's a good start to begin with with the classics like the Grimm brothers and Itchy Anderson and stuff like that. And they are always a, a safe bet. They are nice and. And often have something important to to teach the child. Also, they have different layers, so they're, they're always a lot good. of different layers, yeah. and they are not at all afraid to also show, expose the child to to hurtful feelings or scary stuff or even evil people. Oh, that's true. From the classics, you get the hero and the bad guy and and, and things like that. Very. Very clearly. The evil stepmom. And <laughs> always the evil stepmom. <laughs> um, I can mention a book that I really like to read to the children. That's it's more a modern book and more to, to teach something. And that is uh, The Seven Habits of Happy Kids. And this is a book written by Sean Covey. And he's the son of Stephen Covey. You might know him. He wrote uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Su Successful People and The Seven Habits of Highly Successful Families. Yeah, and a bunch of other books. Yeah, a lot of other books. Seven Habits. Yeah, I think. Oh, never mind. Uh, so, so this book is really nice. So it's Stephen Covey's son who's 
written it and uh, it takes the seven habits and uh, present them on a child's level really and the book is uh, about uh, seven little animals they live in the seven oaks forest uh, and their adventures uh, there are seven adventures that show each habit so for example uh, the habit number two is begin with the end in mind. Um, and this is about uh, the little bear in the story who loves bugs. And uh, one day as he passes the toy store, he see a bug collection kit on sale. And it's four bucks and he, he doesn't have any money. Uh, but he, he started to make a plan. Uh, how to for how to get the money and for what he would like to buy. So this plan is of course the end in mind. So he writes down he would like this bag collection kit and he would also like to have honey pizza, because he's a bear, uh, buy a present for a friend and go to the movies. And so he decides to uh, get a lemonade stand to sell lemonade to earn the money. And uh, as he's preparing the lemonade, his friend comes by, the rabbit jumper, and he, he also wants to sell lemonade. And they can be part of it, of course. And they sell the lemonade and then they split the money. They get $10 each. Uh, and Rabbit does not have a plan. So he just runs off and he buys candy and some sheepo toys that break right away or that he loses. Uh, and so his money is, is gone in just a minute. Uh, but a bear on the other hand, uh, with a plan, he goes home and first of all, he puts $1 into savings. And after that, he is able to buy everything that's that's on his list because he planned it in advance. So, so this is like the moral of the story. If you plan, uh, you get more from life. Uh, and each chapter also ends with what's called Parents' Corner, where there are suggestions about uh, how you can discuss the topic, some questions you can discuss, and also what's called Baby Steps, something the child can do right away to Practice these habits that's been presented. For example, uh, lay out your clothes for tomorrow uh, as an example of how to create a plan. And this book is, is really fun and our kids like it from, from, from very young actually. They don't like the parents' corner down and, and the discussion, but they like the stories because they are funny for even for the three-year-old. But I would say this is a really good book for children between five and ten years. And, and the older they get, the more they like the, the discussion part and really thinking about it. So each chapter covers a intriguing story for a child. Yes. And as well, gives one of these uh, habits that Kobe exactly. has been preaching. Yeah. So as you read it, you have you cover all the seven habits. And then they're really good stuff to, to know in life. And, and it's a funny book also. So it, it does everything. And it's one of my, my favorites. And this happy habit also, beginning with the end in mind, would be a good habit to applicate on, on choosing your books to read for your children. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, I thought to mention a book called The Way of the Warrior Kid. Uh, it's written by Joko Wilnik. Perhaps you heard of him. He's a, a former Navy SEAL. And he has written a book uh, called oh. Extreme Ownership. That's also a great book. 
Uh, and he in in the warrior kid he has tried to uh, bring in the Sawaho his, his core concepts for children. So it's about a, a guy uh, who is kind of a nerd and uh, has hard time to find friends and feel confident and you know he struggles which is schoolwork and everything like this. Uh, but uh, this summer, his uh, uncle comes and visits, who happens to be a Navy SEAL, Navy SEAL guy, and he puts him on <laughs> some kind of a training program, and they, he te teaches him a lot of big lessons. But he, he does this in a way that the child himself are experiencing success and and. Uh, and development. So it's just a wonderful book about um, responsibility and, and personal development and taking care of yourself and others. And it's kind of funny because Uncle Jake is very much like Jukko Willing. Jukko Willing, yeah. <laughs> and this is a great book. Uh, what age would you say? Uh, from seven. From six, perhaps. Yeah, something like that. Six, seven, yeah. Our four-year-old didn't appreciate it. No. So, it's a bit older. But our seven-year-old loved it. Yeah. So somewhere there, five, six, seven, and depending on the child's development, I would say. And perhaps up to 12. Yes. How old is Mark, the boy in the book? Uh, is he like 10? Uh, yeah, I think he starts fifth grade, if I remember correctly. Perhaps a book about, um, I mean, for, for more younger kids. Yes, uh, we, ha we have a, a very nice book that's called God Gave Us You. And this one is really appreciated by our younger children. It's written by Lisa Torn Bergen and Laura J. Bryant. Uh, and I would say this would be appropriate for from two years to maybe six, seven, it's, it's for a younger child. Uh, and this book is just beautiful pictures. It's about a polar bear family and a little cub, the, the little girl in the family asked, asks mama bear where she comes from. And mama bear tells the story from the beginning when how God gave, gave them uh, her and uh, how happy she was when she found out she was pregnant and even the, Angels celebrated with them. A little cute uh, bear angels in the book. Uh, very cute, and I think that's an extremely good job in, in bringing in this uh, feeling of self worth for the child. Yeah. Uh, that the child understands that he or she is a gift from God, the Creator. Yes, it's very much about the child feeling special and feeling loved and and being appreciated from just from day one, really. So this one doesn't really have any negative, uh, <laughs> showing any dark sides of the world as we talked about in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> no, no, no. This, uh, this is just a, a feel-good book for, for little ones. For the youngest ones, I really like books that are about like this, like family, like love, faith. Um, 
really nice, cute stories. And but, there, this is a series of books that God gave us books. There are also a follow-up uh, that's called God Gave Us Two, where little cub have siblings. And that's a, more of a, it doesn't have dark sides, but in that one, little cub is wondering about if mama and papa will still care about her when the new baby comes along. And uh, that kind of question that the, the child might have when, when there will be more children in the family. And there's a bunch of other God gave us Christmas and so on. So we really, we really enjoyed all of the the ones we have read. Mm, yeah, we promised to get back to doing some proper reviews of these three books and, and a lot more books. Uh, in the meanwhile, we will put up um, uh, a list with yeah. great children's book that you could uh, pick and choose from. We will try to write a very very short summary and some uh, indications for age appropriate level and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you can check it out in the link below uh, or on the link artoffamiling.com slash best children children's books. All right, so that was what we had for you today, and um, we will try to wrap it up. Start with the end in mind. And choose books that you love as well as your children. So it's the reading isn't a sure, but a lovely time together where you can really give something to your children that you find important, inspiring. Yes, give your own interest. Yes. in the books. Give your own passion. That will show the child uh, in practice the love for books and learning and fantasy and imagination. Yes. If you love to read you will never be alone, you will never be bored. It's just the best gift ever. Yes.